Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Tim Horan on the line. Tim, good afternoon to you, mate, and thanks for being on the show with Marshy. Yeah, g'day, boys. Um, nice to be on the show. And, yeah, it's a, a beautiful day here in Auckland. We haven't flown back to Brisbane yet, so I thought we'd try and drown our sorrows at lunch before we head back. Yeah, well, Marshy said um, you had a couple of brews last night after the game as well, so uh, not, not too dusty this morning, uh, Tim? No, all good. All up and up and at them, and um, yeah, great performance, wasn't it, from the All Blacks last night? And they were ruthless, and and the Wallabies just didn't turn up at certain stages. Gave away too many penalties, missed I think about twenty eight tackles, and that really cost the Wallabies. The momentum was all with the All Blacks. To me, mate, uh, when I left you last night, you had that glint in your eye. Did you manage to catch the, your late nightcap uh, Malibu milk at the, <laughs> the hotel bar or did you sign off to bed? <laughs> no, I went back to the hotel bar, Marshy, and uh, they had plenty of milk, but they had no Malibu, so uh, I had to go to bed <laughs> earlier than I thought. <laughs> um, hey, look, last night, it's quite interesting because you know, obviously, we're, we're looking a lot at the test matches objectively as we can, but many New Zealanders probably wouldn't have picked up on this, but you guys certainly did in your your coverage with Stan Sports uh, and um, certainly felt that last night um, Sevier Reese probably should have got at least a yellow, possibly, a, I mean, definitely a yellow, possibly a red card. Talk us through that. Yeah, I, yeah. When I saw it live, Reese Hodge, you know, running through, and then obviously Sever Reese wanted to make an impact off the bench, and he certainly did. And yeah, but you know, I don't really agree with all the laws, but the law's been pretty consistent. So that, I'd be surprised if he's not cited. I would say he'll get probably six six weeks, but it'll come back to three weeks or maybe three games. So maybe NPC might be you know a couple of games there, and then he might be able to go on the tour, but. Yeah, that'll be interesting. But it wasn't, you know, it was late in the game. It wasn't going to change the dynamic of the game. But just the laws need to be consistent. But um, the All Blacks, but gee, how good was, you know, Geordie Barrett at twelve? Like he now puts pressure on all these other centres that the combinations for the All Blacks, and mm. he was very good. Looked at home. What is it like when you have a player? of that stature uh, to basically defend against. So, you know, obviously you've you've defended against many good uh, 12s and 13s in the world in your time, but when you've got a guy that carries like that, is it almost, you know, he's six foot seven, is that almost a dual tackle type scenario where you have to double team him? And, and if that's the case, is that where it gives the All Blacks quite a big advantage, having a guy like that and that size and that jersey? Yeah, when I saw him selected at 12, I thought that's a good option for him. He'll be able to move around. And I spoke to Ian Foster before the game in an interview, but then off air, I just said to him, what are you expecting from Geordie Barrett tonight? And he said, well, I don't really mind what number he's got on his back. I want him to have a roving role, whether he plays first receiver, second receiver, he can go back to fullback. 
thought that he's going to be more of a ball player, which he was, and mm. a couple of great cutout passes through the game. But he actually, but he had two or three carries that he carried like a a, a nonu, or, or mm. you know, he, he mm. got across the advantage. Line. I thought I'd never really seen that from him. Uh, obviously, first game in an All Black, you know, twelve, but he played twelve before in Super Rugby, but um, yeah, I was very impressed with the way he knew what he had to do at 12 to get across the advantage line. What do you feel uh, Rico Ioane's playing like at centre? Have you seen enough of him to, to that he is now our, our centre for the Rugby World Cup? Yeah, in that first half, he had a couple of runs where he bumped off two or three players, got well in behind the advantage line, and the, the only thing with your centres, Marshy, and also with the Wallaby centres, it just doesn't ever seem to be any combinations. It's chop and change all the time. That's sometimes that's through injuries, through Harvilly and other and Quinn Chapire and things like that that happen. That's out of your control. But similar with the Wallabies as well, we just can't seem to get a centre pairing to to stay and stick together for a long period of time. So that's probably that'll be the challenge for Ian Foster going into the World Cup a year out. Okay, that's. Can, can we get a centre pairing that actually can form a combination? What? How, how worried are you about Australia at the moment? They are very much up and down and more down than up. And um, that performance last night uh, it was, wasn't was probably what you were expecting to see, not what Dave Rennie was expecting to see. Is, is it a concern that there are these massive fluctuations from week to week in this Wallaby side? Yeah, it's, it's a worrying side, and Dave Rennie's got a great culture amongst the team. My my only issue with the Wallabies at the moment is that, it's, and that some of it's been forced through injuries, but we're changing the team week in, week out. Like Noah Lollasiu, that fly half, he's our future. So he's someone you've got to build a team around. And even the back row... He can stick and stay with the back row. I think we've got it right now, a really big back row. Even if Michael Hooper does come back at the end of season two, which he rumours is he 50-50 chance he might travel with the Wallabies. But even if he doesn't, have a big back row. Put your smaller back row, whether it's Fraser McRide or, or Michael Hooper, on the bench and they come on later in the game. That's the game that's evolved now. The last 18 months, it's a collision game. It's a... It's how big your back row is. and But it's a worrying side, Marsh. You're right. We, we are struggling week in, week out, and we're now ninth in world rugby. That's huge. But luckily enough, we've got a reasonably supportive draw in Rugby World Cup in a year's time. Hey, hey Tim, it's uh, Dino here, mate. Hey, also, from a you know, fan's perspective, last night we were, we were expecting a closer game between Aussie and the All Blacks, given what happened last week. Were you disappointed with, with how they handled themselves last night? Yeah, I think every Wallaby fan was disappointed and how they delivered, you know, missing nearly 30 tackles and giving away too many penalties. The momentum just moved away from the Wallabies. And then, and I actually thought the referee, Andrew Brace, last night did a pretty good job right throughout. He was, communication was very good, um, but any 50-50 calls went against the Wallabies. And that, that happens in test matches. And uh, there was no complaint for me in the commentary team with the referee. I thought he was was pretty good. Maybe the TMO missed a couple of things, but that's okay. You know, there's always collisions in rugby, but you know, I think for this Wallaby team, they've got five test matches now overseas, and that's a, that's a big two or five test matches against 
big nations, all bar England. That's a, that's a pretty big effort from this team, and they're going to have to take a pretty wide squad. Yeah. Hey, uh, also, if you've got a text for Tim Horan, please let us know, double eight double three, or even call 0800 150 We've actually got a text come in, uh, Tim, which you might be able to help Marshy with. The text is, how would Marshy go wearing Nick White's pants? <laughs> Marshy didn't mind too much of a chat on the field, not as much as Nick White, but uh, Marshy was better off the field after a couple of beverages um, with the chat. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so keep them coming in, folks. Double eight, double three. If you've got a text for uh, Tim Horan or indeed you want to give him a call, oh eight hundred one five zero eight eleven. So, what do you think, mate? The um, the likelihood is now of them having to make more changes because like you said that is a huge tour for for Australia to take on you know France um, Ireland isn't it France Ireland Italy uh, Wales well, and Scotland yeah so they so they've got a massive tour coming and Dave Rooney what he usually does now he's able to pick three players who are playing offshore but they won't pick any players who are playing in Japan. So, of course, Quade Cooper ruptured his Achilles. Samu Kirby uh, ruptured his ACL. They're out for at least eight to ten months. So, be interesting to see what he does where he picks a couple of the younger players to go on tour to try and blood them for a year's time at Rugby World Cup. Because, you know, Rugby World Cup, Wales and Fiji in the Wallabies pool, and you're on a pretty good side of the draw. So, if you're good enough, you definitely get to the quarters. And if you're lucky enough in the quarters, you're probably going to play England or Argentina in the quarters. So all of a sudden, if, if you're good enough, you play a semi-final. So he's got to think, I, in my opinion, he's got to think now, who's our 10 for the World Cup? Who's our 9? Who's our 15? We're struggling to work out who's going to be the best 15. Mm. Is Jordan Pataya a starting player or on the bench? And then try and pick a team for these first couple of test matches. And go, okay, this is the team we want to start with at Rugby World Cup, subject to injuries. Pick that side and back them for three or four test matches in a row. Hey, hey Tim, as well. Sorry, just, sorry, Justin. I just had a text come in. What's happened to the Tongan Thor for Australia? Yeah, Kenny Otrupo, he injured his calf um, in the warm-up uh, in Sydney against the Springboks. So he warmed up okay. I mean, he was warming up five minutes just before half-time, and he, he strained his calf, the calf that he strained a couple, about two months ago. So he's got calves bigger than the rhino. So they've said to him, listen, you need to take some time off, um, relax. He'll definitely go on tour. Okay. Um, but, um, yeah, it, may, it would have been great to have him in the front row last night because we, we struggled. Even James Slipper was captain struggled. Mm-hmm. Angus Bell came on. He was hinging too much. And the Wallabies, if we don't get our scrum right, like every test team, you don't get scrum right, you don't have a platform. Just finally, mate, you, you would have seen what's unfolded here probably in the last six months uh, with Ian Foster. Uh, and he's now been given, you know, the... The, the, the task and the roll through to the end of the Rugby World Cup. But what's going on in Australia around Dave Rennie? What's the chat there? Because obviously he is a coach under pressure. You, you mentioned ninth in the world. I think his win ratio is just on 40%. Um, is there any murmurs about any changes? Any He has made some changes to his coaching group already, hasn't he? 
Yeah, it's been interesting. Um, no pressure whatsoever on Dave Rooney because everyone believes he's the right person for the job. I think it's making sure he's got the cattle, making sure he's got the right players. Um, you know, Lowry Fisher's come in to help him out from the Brumbies. Dan McCallum's come in to help him out from the Brumbies. Dan McCallum's probably the, the coach, next Wallaby coach in waiting, but that's probably a year or two away, subject to how well the, or the Wallabies go in World Cup. You, you get to a semi-final... Rugby World Cup. Dave Rooney probably coaches for another couple of years if he wants to. Um, but he's got to make sure he's got the players and the support staff around him. He's got the best coaching support staff around him I've ever seen in a Wallaby team. So it's nothing to do with the coaching staff. It's now down to the players and the cattle. So hopefully he can turn that around in the next 12 months. Yeah, well, we'll find out. Hey, before you go... Um uh, Tim, Joey's on the phone. He's got a question which you might be able to answer, Justin, if you've got some thoughts on it too. Joey, uh, ask away, mate. Yeah, Tim and Justin, yeah, uh, good program, mate. Just just want to know um, uh, what what you do with um, two of us shit now, now that, I mean, Geordie Barrett just had a blind at it to me, and, um, and you know, so two of us shit sort of going further down, and, and he only come on for, for, what, 10 minutes, quarter of an hour, you know, um, Going forward, um, maybe for you, Tim, being an ex-second 5-8, what would you do with him? And just on one other thing, you, your number seven was outstanding in the side that uh, that uh, had two two guys in the bin. You know, you've got guys in the bin in a test match like that, you're not, you're not very rarely are you going to win because it takes a lot out of the 14 players that are on at the time. Um, and, you know, I thought yeah, I think, 70 uh, I think we struggled... Yeah, I think I think we struggled when when Dave Parecki got sent to the Sinbin for twelve minutes. That's when the Wallabies really struggled. But um, when you look ahead, like two of us, Shaq, Yeah, I, I think the tour is the time for him. And Marcy's probably got a comment on that. But I think he, he'll play a lot of games. He'll probably get a couple of starts. I think on the end of season tour for the All Blacks. To, and you would think he would probably start against Japan. Um, that's what I would do if you're Ian Foster. Give him some time because you don't want getting close to a Rugby World Cup in a year's time and you haven't given him plenty of time. It's a bit like you can be in the nets in cricket for so many years, but you've, you've got to get out in the middle and actually play some test matches. Yeah, look, I'd, I'd also like to see the possibility of him getting a bit more space. So putting him in a different jersey. You know, is there any harm in seeing Roger Tuivasa-Shek see if he can adjust to playing wing? Because at the moment, his footwork, his speed is not being utilised. There's just so much traffic. The, the line speed in the game now, particularly in the midfield, doesn't give you a, a great deal of time to, to bring those skills um, in, into the game. And I just wonder whether or not he, he's basically been suffocated in the jersey that he's in. And, and why not give him an opportunity to play out a bit wider? So that would be my two cents worth. But, mate... Um, I really appreciate you joining us. You mentioned cattle before. Uh, I gave you a recommendation of a uh, ribeye on the bone there at the Botswana. I know you're having a nice lunch with the lads this afternoon, so we should let you go tuck into that with a nice red wine. New Zealand Pinot, mate. <laughs> Thanks, boys. Good to catch up. Yeah, the, uh, the ribeye on the bone has just arrived, and Sean Maloney, my co-commentator, is into the duck fat chips, so I better keep moving before they all empty up. <laughs> oh. Hey, boys, just before we go, um, listen, congratulations on one the win last night to the All Blacks, but also congratulations on yet again winning the Bledisloe Cup. Um, you know, you're great friends of ours, and we re- really respect the All Blacks and the All Blacks fans, so um, great to be here in New Zealand and being welcomed, and hopefully we can put our hand up next year. Awesome.
Awesome. Hey, thank you so much. That was Tim Horn, folks, on the line. Great to hear from him. And, uh, yeah, you can tell, Marsha, when you talk with guys like Tim, there is a closeness that you and him have. And even the audience, even Joey, you could tell even the fans, hey, the AB's fans respect that as well. So that was just awesome. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.